Thank you, Steve. Um, I, I thought I'd start with just uh, an, kind of an opening statement quote, um, a little reflection, and then explain a little bit of how we got to where we've gotten to. Um, I'd be remiss if I just didn't start and recognize, um, you know, we have a truly amazing culture, both at Iowa State and within our athletics department. And our culture in the athletics department allows us to combine uh, an incredible work ethic and the courage with our compassion and empathy to be able to strategize and execute in a way that, quite frankly, allows us, I believe, to play chess while some others are playing checkers. Um, and, you know, that is really, I think, unique to the culture that we've been able to create with the coaches and the staff and the leadership we have at Iowa State University. And um, that allows us to navigate situations like this so much easier because of the strength of our culture. And as I was reflecting on this, I was thinking about, you know, two situations that I've been blessed to be part of in the last three weeks. You know, a little over three weeks ago, I was in a room in New York City with a group of other leaders debating the issue of whether we ought to cancel the NCAA basketball tournament. And several of us at that moment thought it was a much bigger issue than just the men's basketball tournament. It was about the spring NCAA sports. It was about restoring eligibility of the student athlete. And we shared that with the NCAA leadership. And, you know, several hours later, the NCAA announced that not only were they canceling the basketball tournament, but they were canceling all spring sports and that they were going to work towards restoring the eligibility for those student athletes. And at that time, you know, many people were upset. Many people were, um, I guess, maybe bewildered or amazed. Um, and, you know, that angst carried on for several weeks. And then here we find ourselves three weeks later, and I think most people would look back on that decision and say, not only was it necessary, but it doesn't even seem like that big of a deal anymore. Um, and I reflect upon that because yesterday, you know, we were in a situation where we made a, you know, a pretty bold and strong move about the future. And to be able to do what we did with our coaches and our, and our staff, um, and also to be able to do what we did for our fans. Um, I've had many people over the last uh, several hours say to me, well, you know, why did you do that? And, you know, we can ride this out. And I would contest that um, a lot of those people are in, still in denial much like they were in denial about the basketball tournament, which, much like many people were in denial three weeks ago about social distancing and, and where we find ourselves today. And so I say that because history will ultimately judge, you know, our impact and our decision yesterday. But I'm going to contest that at some point in the near future, there'll be other people doing what we did yesterday and that will look back on this decision and say it really wasn't that big of a decision although it maybe feels like a big one today. Um, I also would be remiss if I didn't thank some people off the top, um, starting with President Winterstein. Um, folks, you, you can't understand the pressures that people are in when they're in those type of leadership positions. And uh, for her to allow us to get outside of what the institution may or may not do amongst its employees 
uh, was critical to our being able to handle the challenges we have in our athletics department. And that doesn't happen without strong, bold leadership, both from Dr. Winterstein and from her leadership team. And I'd specifically like to call out Mike Norton, our general counsel, because he's been incredible uh, during this process as being a good confidant and a good colleague and also a great friend. Um, and then also, this wouldn't be possible if we didn't have head coaches that um, really understand what really matters in this world. We've all watched and heard through the media over the last several weeks, you know, coaches worrying about whether they're going to get, you know, spring practices in or um, this coach got in three and we didn't get in any. Um, you know, so many people are spending all their time on all the wrong things. And we've got a group of coaches that really get it. And specifically, and I know there'll be questions because, you know, Matt Campbell, Steve Prohm, Bill Fenley, but I want to say something about Dwayne Sorensen, our swimming coach. Because when we met as a head coach, when I met with head coaches and talked about this, um, yeah, clearly Matt Campbell and Bill Fenley and Steve Prohm, you know, it's, a bigger, it's a bigger delta for them. But Coach Sorensen shared something in front of all those coaches that I thought was really, really telling. He was here in 2001 when Iowa State faced serious financial challenges, and the solution at that time was to drop sports. And he reflected upon the damage that did to the culture at Iowa State, the distrust it caused between student athletes and the administration, between coaches and administration, between alums and the university. And that black cloud hung over Iowa State for years, and it had a far greater impact than the financial ramifications. It destroyed a culture of an athletics department and of an institution. And he spoke into that when we talked about putting all our hands together and deciding to come up with a solution that, yes, it causes pain for everybody, but it's a solution that best positions us for the future. And so when I think of how we got to this spot, I go back to the letter we sent to our fans several weeks ago that talked about the priorities. And we had five priorities, the health and safety and well-being of our student athletes, staff, and coaches, to be aligned with the university, to create structure, motivation, discipline, and accountability for our student athletes, our coaches, our staff, and our families, um, to be focused on where the puck's going, not where it is, to really create solutions that are preparedness for the future, not tomorrow, and then most importantly, to stay connected with one another in our community. And so when I think about the financial challenges that um, we know about and that we can anticipate, um, it gets pretty daunting. And so I'm going to start and go over some of those um, to kind of lead you into why we chose to do what we're doing. You know, first and foremost, one of the biggest known challenges that we have is, you know, the basketball tournament at the NCA and the basketball tournament in the Big 12s were canceled. And those two events aren't coming back next. You know, they're not, we're not getting that money back. And so the combination of those two is a $5 million loss to our athletics department. That's money that's gone. Um, you can talk about ways you can mitigate that. You know, you can try to tap into reserves. You can do other things. But you're masking the problem if you don't address the problem that was in the room. Secondly, we know that there's going to be other expected uh, challenges. Um, we supported, we were one of the few schools that um, were, were early in supporting, allowing student athletes to continue their eligibility if they lost their seasons. That at Iowa State involved 27 student athletes. 
I don't think they'll all come back. I hope they do. But if they all did, that's $675,000 of additional costs. Um, the number of events that we're losing on a daily basis in CY Stevens and Sheeman um, that are continually to add to our financial challenges. And then you just, you have to look around the country, you know, and you, you see the, the carnage that's going on with people and their, and, you know, payrolls and people being laid off. And, you know, we've seen it locally. Got a great letter from the owner of Windstar Buses in Carroll, one of our greatest partners, you know, that um, we feel like they're family. They had to lay off 400 of their 440 employees. They've lost 98% of their business. They're concerned that the company won't even survive. Um, the Ames Convention and Business Bureau this week had to lay off five employees. I think that's half of their workforce. Um, Levy Restaurants, the company that handles all our concessions and our food and beverage, you know, they had to lay off their employees and, and, they, and the ones that are left took huge pay cuts. And so we're, we're naive. We are naive if we don't think that it's going to be hard to sell tickets. It's going to be hard for people to continue to donate. It's going to be hard for students to come back to school this fall. And that's going to impact student fees and tuition. And so there's going to be future financial challenges that we all have to deal with. And, and yes, are there mitigating circumstances? Yes, we can delay some facility projects. We can tap into reserves. You know, we can do this or we can do that. But at the end of the day, we felt as an institution getting out in front of the known cost up front on the $5 million was critical so that we could move forward productively and not die of a thousand cuts along the way. And so that's what we talked to our coaches about. And, and so that's where I come back to the thank you to President Winterstein because I met with her numerous times over the week, over the, this past weekend and into this past week um, to talk about um, what we could possibly do in athletics. And one of the priorities was to stay aligned with the institution. And this was one of the areas where I felt we needed to get unaligned. Um, one of the challenges for us in our athletics department that is unlike the rest of campus is we have a $27 million payroll. And of that $27 million, 25% of our workforce makes up 75% of our payroll. Um, think about that for a moment. 200 employees, 50 of them make up 75% of that payroll. So approaching this by saying, well, we just won't fill up positions or we'll lay off those people that are, quote, unessential, um, that wasn't going to work for the athletics department because it just the only way you could do that is you'd have to drop probably four or five sports today or you'd have to eliminate every administrative person in the department, including all the units that support our coaches. And if we did that, we'd be gutting the, the, the core of our department and putting ourselves in a position that we would be violating those principles because we wouldn't be ready to, to be successful when um, we can re-engage as a society. Not to mention just the pain that that would cause and the heartache for so many people um, and add to, add to the state's problems because anybody you lay off is going to go on unemployment and our state's picking up that unemployment so all i'd be doing is passing the burden on to taxpayers and so it just felt like we needed a different solution and so we came up with a solution that got announced last night and president winterstein was really key in making that happen talking to the regents 
getting the regents buy-in, and that's allowed us to move forward with this two-prong process. Um, the first prong being that we're gonna do a temporary reduction in, in payroll for um, all our coaches and, and the majority of our department. Um, yes, there's some people that are gonna be exempt from that because they're graduate assistants. Um, there's merit employees that are part of a union that we can't directly do that, but on behalf of the merit employees in our department that we rely upon in the trades and our custodians, they're doing their part because most of them have taken their overtime down to nothing. And I know people that work you know, 40 to, or 50 to 60 hours a week regularly that they've adjusted their lifestyles to that. And now they're not getting that overtime, so they're taking a pay cut. Um, you know, and, and you know, there's people that are, you know, right at that minimum wage level uh, with the FLSA that, you know, we're probably gonna have to deal with it differently. But at the end of the day, our coaches and our staff through the meetings we had this week all agreed to put their hands in together and say, we can do this as a team, as a unit. And so in general, it's about a 10% uh, temporary pay cut for all our employees. Secondly, the coaches all agreed to say, it makes no sense for us to be getting incentives or bonuses during a time that our fans, our constituents, our donors are struggling to keep their businesses afloat, are having their spouses or themselves lose their jobs, are wondering where they're gonna get benefits from, and then we're gonna get a bonus if we're successful. And so I thought that was awesome that our coaches felt that way. And so we're gonna temporarily suspend our bonus policy for at least a year. Um, you know, and, and that's, you know, can be up to a million dollars or more um, in total compensation to those coaches. And then thirdly, we wanted to send a message to our fans. And we had talked and, and it had rolled out our um, Cyclone Club uh, increases that were gonna go into effect this coming January. Um, and quite frankly, we were doing that so we could build facilities and continue to pay our coaches. And so we rolled that back a year, which by delaying it a year, saves those donors two and a half million dollars in donations that they would have been required to make to, to keep their tickets. Um, and then lastly, we've you know implemented some things that we had done in previous years, but we're re-engaging them with payment plans and no price increases and, and just trying to find a way to help our donors and our fans be able to work their way through this because we will, at some point in time, this country will re-engage. And when we re-engage, we all know sports will be a great healing opportunity for so many people. You know, I, I can see a thing in Sweet Caroline at some point in time in the future, and it'll be a glorious moment for a lot of people that are feeling a lot of agony right now. And I want those people to be able to do that. And I don't want them to feel like they're priced out of the market, that they can't come back to do that with us. And so we wanted to show them that we're thinking ahead for their good too. So um, I'll, I'll close with, before I go to questions, to just say, we're gonna be okay, folks. Um, you know, I can speak to our department, but I, I, I believe this on behalf of our country, you know, that we're all in this together and we're gonna figure out how to do it. And yes, there's a lot of tragedy going on around us and that's sad and it can be depressing, but um, I know um, what I worry about is what I can control and what I can control is what happens with the people I'm responsible for. And I'm proud to be an Iowa Stater. I'm proud to work with the people that, you know, came together in a short period of time to say, let's do this. 